Welcome to The Dog Show, a podcast for dog mums and dads who like to spoil their pups and care for their well-being. I'm your host, Will Blunt, and every week I interview global experts about dog health, nutrition, behaviour, trends, and much more. Let's sink our teeth into this week's episode. This episode of The Dog Show features Cheryl Mathis. Cheryl is the founder of Fetch-A-Date, a dog lover's matchmaking app that has been featured on the New York Times, Animal Planet, and E! Entertainment. Cheryl is also a best-selling author, TV and radio personality, website entrepreneur, producer of a TV pilot and documentary, and professor at the University of Notre Dame. In the interview, we discuss tips for dating with a dog, such as whether or not a dog can help your dating life, and if you should take your dog on a first date. Cheryl, welcome to The Dog Show today. Thanks for coming on. Oh, I'm so excited to be here. I am really excited to have a chat with you today. I didn't even realize that someone with so much love and so much history with dogs and you know, working with dogs and working with dog lovers even existed in the world. So I'm really excited to chat to you today. <laughs> oh, yeah, we exist. We're here. <laughs> <laughs> Before we get into kind of your background and everything, because there's lots of interesting stuff to talk about there, can you tell me a bit more about your dogs? You've got a couple of dogs of your own? I do have a couple of dogs and I've had many dogs now. My first loves were greyhounds. I've had three of those. Unfortunately, they've all passed away. So now we have a mutt. Got him from the shelter. He's part terrier and schnauzer. He's a character. If you could picture the dogs that sit there with the cigar in their mouth, you know, playing <laughs> poker, that's Edgar. And they even in the shelter, they named him Edgar. And we were like, that's just perfect. He's going to stay Edgar. Uh, and then we got our COVID puppy. So she's a dachshund. And uh, my daughter had been wanting a, doc- a dachshund for a long time. So she actually, um, she got that, but it was, it was not easy getting a dog during COVID. Mm. Um, you know, the shelters were emptying out, which is fantastic. I love seeing that. Uh, but then also to get one in other ways was just, you know, everybody was hoarding pets in a sense, but I think it was such a, a an unusual time and a wonderful time. Yeah. I mean, puppy adoption and just interest in, you know, companion animals is just skyrocketed, hasn't it? In the last couple of years. Yeah. Definitely. And uh, hey, it keeps us in business more. We get more listeners and (laughs) more people taking part. That's true. And I always think the world would be such a wonderful place if everybody had a pet. Yeah. Um, It's interesting that you've, I mean, you've got such a different style of dogs there. Schnauzers, as you mentioned, Edgar is like the perfect name. Um, And then you've got Dachshunds and then Greyhounds. Like I've never had either of those dogs myself, but what I've heard from people that do have them, they're all different personalities. They're all different kind of exercise levels and all sorts of stuff. Exactly. They really were at all ends of the spectrum. Mm. And I always tell people if they're, if they haven't had a dog ever before and they're thinking about getting a dog, I highly recommend the Greyhound. They're the first, they're the the greatest starter pet uh, because they're actually quite lazy. And so they're happy to just lounge on your couch all day long, maybe for a couple of minutes let them run somewhere. But other than that, they are really low maintenance and they're kind of like having a dog or like a cat and a dog. 
because they're just, uh, they want to curl up in their bed. They just want to be by you, see you. They're very loyal. They don't jump up on people. They're just sweet natured. They seem like they get along with every other pet. Although with some cats, they may not. They might, <laughs> their prey drive, they may want to chase them. But <laughs> but definitely with other dogs, they seem like they're the, always the easygoing one. Yeah. So, I mean, people obviously think about greyhounds, you know, because they're used for racing that they're, you know, they probably would need a lot of exercise, but it sounds like they don't. No, they don't. It's very little because it's so fast in a spurt mm. and they will run for all of a minute and then they're done. They're like, okay, good good for the rest of the day <laughs> where's the popcorn and throw me that let me see the couch i've always thought they're such a you know, a stunning dog as well like you can really just see the definition of all their muscles and um mm-hmm. very unique looking dog as well they're gorgeous mm. i know and i think that's why i was just drawn to them i just feel like like i'm staring at a supermodel all the mm. time and uh just and they're so graceful and sleek and but i guess eyes on the beauty of the beholder um right like what I find amazing and, and gorgeous, somebody else might be like, eh, you know, I'd get some people go, can you feed that dog? Or they're awfully skinny. And I'm thinking, oh my gosh, do you not see the muscles on her? I mean, and they were, you know, they had been athletes and stuff, but it's, it's funny how we all perceive them a little different. Hmm. So the reason I asked you to come on today is because I discovered this really cool app called Fetch a Date and that's your baby. But how did you end up starting a dating app for dog lovers or pet lovers? Yeah. Uh, so fetch a date came about because of my greyhound. And that was ha- what even led me to begin to have pet events, dog parties in Manhattan of all places, New York City. And it was because I had already lived there for a number of years and then got the first greyhound and realized how much I needed to walk a dog outside on the streets. And all of a sudden, New Yorkers became really friendly. They actually stopped and wanted to have a conversation. They would be petting. Her name was Shiraz. They'd be petting her. And I thought, oh my gosh, this is the key to life, basically. This is the key to making friends. This is the key to if someone needs a date or looking to find love, that they do all the work for you. They help make the introduction. They are the conversation starter. Uh, So I started throwing these events in New York City and cocktail lounges and martini lounges and people come dressed up and they would bring their pets. And one thing I found fascinating and where I knew that this was key to what then became Fetch a Date was people were not asking each other, oh, what do you do for a living? Right? Which can be really cliche. Mm. And instead they were first talking about each other's pets. Not even everybody who came had a pet or they may have had one at home or they were in between pets. Some people would even wear pictures of their pets or, or bring one. And they were at, they were talking more about things that were real, uh, conversations that were authentic and about things that they did where they would have fun mm. and how they would enjoy their time outside of where whatever their work was. They'd be sitting on the ground. Uh, people were mingling, making their way about. So there were no clicks. There was no, there were no awkward moments of, mm, I'd really like to go talk to that guy or gal over there, but I don't know how I'd approach them. Instead, it was like, they were coming over if you had a pet or you could easily walk up to them. So it just seemed like it really opened up things to everyone. 
it makes a lot of sense. It is the ultimate icebreaker. Sydney is probably similar to New York in many ways. Like if you're just walking down the street by yourself or with your partner or whatever, most people will ignore you or, you know, do everything they can to look the other way. But as soon as you have a dog or another animal, it's like they're just like you're magnetic. They, they want to come over and speak to you about your dog. Yeah. And, or if you tried to say hi, I think people would be like, what do you want? Like they're thinking you're going to ask them for money. (laughs) What are you doing? (laughs) Yeah. So they really are. They just are the, the truest form of an icebreaker. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess a lot of, what were you going to say? Sorry. Oh, so along with that, People have noticed now with um, dating apps are definitely increasing in terms of people flocking to dating apps Mm. and they, many of them will reveal, especially, I mean, that's definitely the case at Fetch a Date. You're going to show your pet in your dating profile, but they're even suggesting on other dating apps to include a pet if you have one in your profile, because people are much more likely to swipe right. Okay. Uh, And I think, and also people are perceived as friendlier, sexier, you know, just even cuter. Um, and it's funny how just holding that pet by you all of a sudden like boost your attractability factor. Yeah. I guess if you weren't a pet person, maybe it would turn you off, but if you are a pet person, it would increase that attractiveness straight away. Mm -hmm. So I guess some people might think that if they do have a dog, maybe it could prevent them from going on dates, but you, you think otherwise? Yeah, I know otherwise, even um, because I've met hundreds of people, if not in the thousands already, who feel otherwise. And actually, even 55% of Americans, anyway, um, 55% who are single have a pet. So uh, that field is definitely in the majority of already being pet people. Mm. and and understanding of of one another. So definitely, like you said, yeah, if you're really not into pets, okay, then, hey, that actually rules out then Mm. those that, why even bother to start a chat? Uh, So you definitely have more success as soon as they see that you do have a pet and for those who are pet lovers. Actually, um, a survey, instead of 2,000 people using a dating app, when they were pictured with a dog in it, that they, um, the results show that they had 63% better success in actually matching. All right. That's quite compelling numbers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, the so even if you don't, your favor. even if you don't have a dog, maybe get a photo with a dog or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, so one different thing about fetch a date too, is if you're in between dogs or any kind of pet, or you haven't even got one yet, but you know you want to when you meet that special someone. We also offer virtual pets. So you don't have to, I call it no pet, no problem. You don't have to have one to be in there. And the virtual pets can still represent anything that kind of shows off your personality. So for instance, there's a horse in there or a pig or a turtle or a parrot uh, or even a snake or a fish. So, you know, you don't have to have one of those, but I think it also reveals something about your personality personality. So for instance, um, if I weren't showing a picture of my dog or actually I have a virtual pet and a real pet, my real pet in there, but, um, I would have a horse because I feel like I've always loved horses. And again, their sleekness and they're fast. And I always think of racing, but, you know, so it kind of, I think still says something about a lifestyle that you either desire or, um, or that you do have. So it's probably a good time to ask you, actually, how does Fetch a Date work? I'm kind of visualizing, you know, 
is it is it the animal that is the swipe left or right option first and then you get to see the person is that what happens that is what happens so that's also something that's different than the norm mm. um because i truly do think good pet is the icebreaker and who's going to swipe left usually on an adorable dog right or cat <laughs> so i think even as i was mentioning earlier about when they found on other dating apps um that people were getting more swipes to the right in this case every picture at first is either a real or a virtual pet. So yeah, so um, once you swipe right, then you find out right away if you're both a match, if the other person has swiped right on you, if maybe you were swiping right first, so you don't know, they don't know that yet, um, then you can also see later who, you know, liked you or you liked. But also, uh, if you don't want to swipe right right away, if you're kind of like, no, oh, I want to see who's behind that pet first before I just go making a decision. You can also um, just tap on a blurred out picture of the person and then you see the person right away and can make your decision. Or you can also kind of swipe up and you'll get clues that the pet has left about you. Uh, so that's okay. kind of fun way too. like, oh, they like to go hiking or it says my owners, my owner loves to go scuba diving and paddle boarding. And so then you think, oh, okay, I'm good with that. It's an interesting experiment, actually, because I, I think someone's pet could tell you a lot about their personality anyway, I, how the photo is taken, what the breed of dog or, or type of pet is, you know, how well they're maintained, what, they, what they're wearing. I don't know. Like, th there's a lot there to kind of look at. Yeah, completely. Because um, I always call it pet people, and especially in the dog world, you know, that when we know you've, you're talking with another dog lover, that it's sort of like a secret society. You know, we all kind of get <laughs> what we deal with, but you have to usually get home after five hours or so, let the pet out, um, have hair on your clothes, that type of thing. But also um, within that society, then then we do even kind of go on a deeper level, right? So even we might be biased of, oh, they have a small dog versus I only love big dogs. So that can definitely yeah, go one way or the other then too. I'm already visualizing myself using like, I, I, not that I want to use the app because I'm happily married, but um, <laughs> I'm visualizing the experience because I'm already thinking about the biases that I have. I'm like, yeah, cat person, no left, um, dog person, right. But then I would also be, as you said, then thinking about the breed of dog and like making assumptions about the personality of the person that, that got that dog. So yeah, it's interesting. Right. And I, I think we all want to have fun with it and, and take a deeper look and are willing to. And that's why I think the pets do help us too, to not be maybe as closed off, mm -hmm. uh, but to go ahead and find out more about them and, and see pictures and what they like to do with their pets. So that's the icebreaker. I guess the app is the equivalent of, you know, meeting someone out and having your dog with you. And then, you know, that creates the, the initial conversation. What happens next? Are you taking the pet on the first date as well? They certainly may. Um, they would see each other and be able to chat. And so far, everything I've explained is free and fetch a date. Um, so they can go ahead and, ha and start having a, a, a virtual chat, which is definitely the way I recommend um, people do in the beginning and to not still meet in person quite yet. Mm. So just messaging, but then also, um, you know, if they do want to see each other, I highly recommend something like a, a Skype or a Zoom, whatever kind of virtual format you may be comfortable with to, to also have at least your, um, to meet the first five to 10 people that way, 
again, before you go out in person, because these days too, I think, and one thing that um, has definitely happened in the last year and a half and with things changing is people are taking things slower, Mm. which I think is great. Um, And also being pickier, almost like, hmm, is this worthy yet (laughs) to actually meet in person? Um, But I think it's wonderful. And And a lot of the data is showing in the last year that people really are being more intentional with who they see and who they date. And that's where I think the online dating apps really do help out because it is all virtual in the beginning. And then even the way you first communicate with one another. Um, But then certainly when you do get to go have that excursion or decide to meet in person, I think out in public somewhere is definitely better in the beginning for at least the first few dates. Uh, But there's so many fun things to do and depending on the weather, right. But, uh, and the climate you're in, but, whether it's heading to the beach or maybe it's even a a day camping trip could be fun, right? And sitting by a fire or taking a hike on the beach or, um, or as we were talking about earlier, paddle boarding, right? Or kayaking. I mean, there's lots of fun things to still do with pets. That doesn't mean only going to a dog park. Yeah. But I imagine as well, like if you do live uh, close by with someone, like just a you know, a walk with your, if you you know, know you've both got dogs, it's a really low risk kind of way to, to first meet someone in person, isn't it? Oh, completely. And you're right. And we don't have to overthink the first time you get together with somebody. Yeah. Um, and and also, again, having being able to have a pet along on that kind of, again, helps ease any of that awkwardness of what are we going to talk about? And it just seems yeah. like all of a sudden when you're with the pet, it's just you have a bunch of things to talk about, right? And they're usually funny. Um, so you know that in those first few dates, you're going to have a lot more laughter, than you normally would. And I was amazed when I saw this study that kids will laugh 300 times a day, but as adults, we may only laugh 10, 10 times in a whole day. But I think if you have your pet with you, I mean, I think of all the times throughout the day, I'm constantly laughing at what they do. Like you just look at them in the face and you want to laugh, right? Or they (laughs) raise their paw and it makes you chuckle or they run after their ball. And I don't know. I just feel like I'm always laughing, uh, just having pets around. And it's, yeah, laughter's, I mean, they say laughter's the best medicine. It really is. Um, I mean, if you go Mm -hmm. a whole day or a whole couple of days without laughing, like, and then you all of a sudden laugh, you're like, whoa, I, I forgot how good this is. <laughs> I don't think you could have a pet and not laugh in a day. No, that's true. I've got a yeah. French bulldog in, in particular, and they, they do all sorts of weird stuff all the time. So. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, as you mentioned, like that first day, like compared to like, you know, going on a pet date compared to just, you know, sitting in a restaurant together or something and just sitting face to face, there's so much more pressure on that scenario, isn't there, compared to you know, getting out and doing something active together and taking your pets with you. Oh yeah. It's just so much easier. Yeah. There's, there's so many things to do and, and more conversation to have. Yeah. So with, um, yeah, go on. Oh, well, I was going to say there's not to, uh, I think 99% of the time it's definitely better to have the pets along, but I do have a, a store, a quick little story of okay. one lady though, who started finding out that, you know, they, it always involved having her chihuahua along and the guy that she happened to be dating at the time, you know, every time he'd suggest something of them for them to do, mm. it was then becoming too much though about the dog. Let's go do this with the dog. Right. And let's go here. And by about the fourth date, when he came over to the apartment, she, she realized 
that he was coming over more for her dog than he was for her. <laughs> it was almost like he was testing the waters. Should I get a dog? Do I like this breed? You know, it was always in this fun. Um, and she ended up breaking up with him. Like I said, didn't go too far, but uh, breaking up with him though, because then she realized it was a bit too much about the dog. So I was just going to say there's, there is sometimes a fine line of knowing that you still want to get to know the person, but having the pet along definitely helps entice conversation and laughter and um and just the ease of everything yeah i think that's going down the path like complex relationships right the dynamic of yeah <laughs> the, dog, the dog adds a layer to that um it can strengthen your relationship which i've experienced but also then it can become like you know the central piece as well so it's about balancing it i think mm-hmm. oh if the pets don't get along oh yeah happens. yeah in, that, in yeah. that scenario too yeah definitely Right. Or if totally different breeds and it's not working out. So I think it's definitely, they're definitely, um, a positive move to have when you first start a relationship. But then, like you said, and you, then you just kind of hope and, uh, and probably get a good trainer <laughs> <laughs> that all the pets do then get along. It becomes the, the Brady bunch, Brady I guess, bunch of, of the, yeah, of the so pet world. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you really need to focus on, you know, that connection between the, the humans as well. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, that's so important. Okay. So with Fetch Your Date, what's the best way for people to go and get involved? We're in the App Store and yep. we're on Google Play. So it doesn't matter what kind of phone you have. You know, you can find us in either one of those. You just uh, you sign up with your cell phone. And we did it purposely that way because uh, it, I feel like there's less likelihood of somebody not being real. Right. And we know from the days when somebody put in emails and they could be completely fake and fake pictures and this and that. So trying to make this as authentic as possible. I do think also, again, just with having pets involved, I think people just truly do want to be more honest. Um, And many of the pictures I've seen in there is definitely people with you can tell they're like natural pictures with people and their pets so um and you just upload a couple of uh, one picture of yourself one picture of your of a pet you can add more later if you like but we start off with one and uh and boom you're in that's it it's really fast i mean literally if you know which pictures you want to put up it could be all of 15 seconds to be signed up in there and you're ready to start swiping right swiping (laughs) cool (laughs) And do you have like a an idea on like how many people from different geographies uh, are using the app at the moment? It's been really exciting to see in the administration panel that people really are coming from all around the world. Um, so that's great. The word's getting out. But I do ask people to, you know, please have some patience with it yet. It is newer. We actually just launched around Valentine's Day. So um, please just tell your friends and it'll fill up even more quickly. Yeah, definitely. I guess the more people that start using it the be- in your area, the better it's going to be for, for everyone. Yeah, and and Fetch a Date 2.0 is going to include, I also have the name Fetch a Friend. So, you know, okay. maybe you need a date right now, but, um, and then as it keeps filling up or so, you know, you can stay in there and hopefully in a year we'll have Fetch a Friend offered. So if you then are content with who you're seeing, uh, or hopefully you even get married because of somebody you meet in the app, then you can just kind of sort of slide over and then just look for friendships. Because I think um, we always like to connect too, right? For whether it's mm. even friendships or people we might want to do business with, just those that I think it's an understood concept or again, like that whole secret society, right? That we know, oh, they're a dog person, right? They got to be good. 
Yeah, I was thinking about that as you mentioned it because we're currently in a lockdown at the moment here in Sydney um, and there's so many people that are isolated in their kind of geographical local areas Mm-hmm. would, And you see everyone out walking their dog and all this kind of stuff because you're allowed to do that, right? But, you know, that would make a lot of sense just to meet someone just to go for a walk with your dog, like just to have that human connection um, for a day or whatever it is. So it's not just about that relationship necessarily. It could be a friendship as well. Yeah. Or even if it is for a date, you know, you could meet someone on the other side of the world and still yeah. have a great relationship for the first three months, four months, make sure it's somebody you really want to get to know and do a lot of FaceTime calls and such. So That's there's true. still, yeah, we don't, what's, what is so great now is it seems like one silver lining, I think of this whole pandemic is that we are reaching out more to people way beyond our own neighborhoods. Um, and we were talking about some of the other apps, even a bit earlier, they're, ha- they're just spiking too, in terms of the number of people coming to them. So for instance, uh, okay. Cupid saw a 700% increase, um, Bumble 70%. And I had another one. I don't see it right off hand, but I recall it was, um, match was having had, uh, a billion swipes in a day. Wow. Yeah. I know. Just that, yeah, <laughs> couldn't even imagine that number—a billion swipes in a day. Yeah. So they're they're definitely it. It's really opened up the world in terms of people wanting to meet others, and obviously going beyond even the the ten mile radius that they're in. Well, that'll be fetch a date for two thousand twenty two. <laughs> yeah, there we go. <laughs> It'll be one of those statistics that someone's writing out in the podcast. <laughs> I hope so. I hope all that because I think this is really what pet people have been wanting to, right? When you know, when you know, you come here, you know, everyone is a pet lover. You don't have to yeah. even siphon through, um, those other billion swipes, right? <laughs> <laughs> you know, definitely here you're in the right place. Yeah, that's right. Well, Cheryl, thanks so much for sharing all your tips about dating with dogs and a bit of your history. Um, and you know, everything you've done with fetch date so far sounds really exciting. And I hope, you know, people get on board. Oh, thank you. I do too. And uh, I'd love to talk with anyone too. They're welcome to email us anytime uh, through the website. Great. Thank you.